Welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds, talking gaming. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. Hello! We're talking, we're talking gaming. We're probably going to talk about Zelda. We're probably going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, just enjoy the ride. Uh, and if there's something you want us to talk about, mess, tell us in the comments, because we'll probably talk about it if you tell us to talk about it. Um, Owen, how was your week? Have you been playing any fun games? What have you been doing? So, oh, unfortunately, I haven't got to check out uh, Link's Awakening yet. Uh, is my picture just awful to you? Yeah, you got a little pixelated there. That's lame. Yeah. Uh, Link's Awakening is so adorable. Yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been playing this. I am. I just beat the Dream Shrine, so I'm three. Cool. Like I, I've gotten. What is it? Three of the three of the seven instruments, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, rocking it out. So you haven't been able to to pick it up, or you've picked it up. You just haven't been able to play it, right? No. Yeah. I literally like I started the game. I woke up. I left the house. Yeah. And then uh, then my son cried, and I have not been back since. So, you know, it looked great from the the two minutes that I played. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's just as adorable as I'd as I'd hoped. It's it's old school. Um, but they've made a lot of improvements. I didn't play the original, but but playing games like it and seeing people discussing how how this differs from the original made me really appreciate it. Um, being able to uh, it, your sword and shield are always equipped, as opposed to having to equip them. In the yeah. original game, you had to equip them and then toggle back and forth. So it's nice to be able to uh, to have sword and shield always ready, and then two other items. You know, ready to go. It's pretty, pretty awesome. But I want I you to it. think about that, just in terms, like, because you'd never played the game before. Like, yeah. imagine playing this game, and literally, it was on the Game Boy. So there, yeah. are, there's, there's two buttons. There's mm -hmm. A and B, and like, you literally have to program everything and switch out everything mm -hmm. between those two buttons. Um, now, there's a whole lot of like quality of life. Now, there's four plus four more buttons. Yep. Um, Plus a D-pad, maybe, depending on if they utilize that or not. Uh, I've not seen it used. I tried to use it. It didn't uh, didn't make any movement, so I was just using the, uh, the analog stick. But I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So since I since I haven't really been able to sit there, uh, I'm still trophy hunting Final Fantasy VIII, but I've talked about that enough. I did, though, start checking out Apple Arcade. Mm -hmm. I've just been downloading anything that I see it's like good looking mm -hmm. on Twitter and I started with Sayonara Wild Hearts I've already finished that um, it's like this trippy uh, side scrolling uh, touch screen game There's, that is one thing that I'm disappointed in so far as I've only played one controller supported game and that mm -hmm. was Oceanhorn 2 um, but that said not everything has to be controller supported Grindstone was is a uh, game that I actually think that you uh, might like if you like um uh, those put those. It's not Tetris, but it's like a mm -hmm. grid type thing where you okay. have to work your way through that kind of a puzzle. Um, it's almost like a, like a bejeweled. Or yeah, a, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Of, bejeweled. Uh, I was like, not Tetris, but bejeweled. Yeah, Sega's Sega's answer to those. Tetris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like that. Um, the thing that's still super impressive about it. So it's the 4.99 a month, which is not is already not terrible, but like it's so refreshing to like go into mobile games. No ads. Like you just open the game and you play the game. It's, That's it's it. So so strange. So yeah. strange. Um, it downloads like normal. Download it. You download it onto your phone. Um, so it's still just a part of the arcade, and uh, it's 
you know, I've, I've tried three or four or five games now. Um, Sinar Wild Hearts is definitely worth playing, and they actually did put that on Switch and PS4. So if, if you're not a mobile gamer, you can still check that out. Yeah. Um, I, I have it, but I haven't got to play it yet, and that's Super Cat Quest 2. Uh, or Cat Quest 2, I don't know if there's actually a super on it, but that's an action RPG that was made pretty famous. I think the first Cat Quest is on Switch and PS4. Um, not bad. Not bad for yeah. five bucks. I'm still, you know, I'm still in the free trial for a month, yep. getting my money's worth. We'll see if I stick with it, but I think it it's nice to be able to, if, you know, if I want a few minutes just to kind of like relax and I don't like it's even less than like pulling out my my switch or anything because I'm already looking at my phone anyway I just yeah. play a game for a few minutes yeah yeah I think it's I think it's a great option like we've talked about for for families and it's a great option for people who are on a budget and just go you know what that's the money that I'm gonna uh, spend on this I'm not spending any more I've got access to games I'm good to go so I think it also shows that there's there's still value in the games. It's the same in, a thing the industry, a movie industry went through with Netflix, where they're like, "Oh, this devalues our movies." It's like, no, more people get to watch your movies, and yeah. it's more money for you in the long run. So it's arguably more money, but more people get to view it, which means more possible sequels and what have you. So it's all good stuff. Because if you think about it, like if even like in you know if you think about how many iPhone users there are, or just Apple users in general, because yeah. the iPads also included, you're talking about six, like, like not six figure. I was gonna say six figures, but uh, millions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say like a couple hundred million potential users out there. Five bucks a month, like that's that's a lot of money that could yeah. possibly go around. Or I'm, what I'm guessing is is that Apple just is like here, here's a flat fee keep your game on arcade for x amount of time and yeah. uh do it that way i don't know for sure but that's how i would think they would do it yeah i think that um i mean i'm assuming that the the developers still get to pick whether or not they're on these type of platforms whether or not they're going to be uh featured uh, i would assume mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to epic because i say assume but epic has proven that we're that we can be very wrong with that where they start discounting games without telling the developers that they're going to be doing it but um yeah, I mean, it's a it's a brave new world. Speaking of brave new world, we just uh, saw right right as we were about to start uh, uh, streaming. Yeah. Xbox Game Streaming uh, is going into preview, so go sign up for that. So so fresh and so clean that I don't even have it in front of me. You know what? I'll I'll just do it this way. Uh, you can click oh, that link. Yeah. So for for those who don't know about XCloud, this is. Um, Microsoft's kind of Google Stadia, mm-hmm. where they um, have a similar thing. The, the idea is that you can string to your mobile devices, mm-hmm. stream Xbox games. But the cool thing about the, I mean, it's already cool, by the way. Everybody who knows I'm a day one Stadia supporter, it's already cool. But Sony is actually looking to participate with xCloud as well. So in future gens, Sony might be using this xCloud technology uh, similarly, uh, which means that you get like two giant companies working mm-hmm. together but um you can sign up for the preview unfortunately i will not be able to participate because you have to have an android device mm. um so uh if you go to that website and you have android you can sign up and potentially beta test i think it was uh, gears um sea of thieves and i think there was one other title that i saw um halo 5 um that's not a bad lineup yeah so uh is that I would the, absolutely that's the latest partic- gears, right? That's the latest gears, yeah. Nice, nice. I would absolutely participate, but I do not use Android, so check yeah. it out. 
I do. So I could. I'll pause. I'll probably check it out then. Absolutely um, should. Yeah. And uh, now, now we go into what's going to sound like a fanboy uh, podcast because that's the only news that's not Sony uh, that we have for you. So. Anyone who hates on the PlayStation, I'm sorry. That's what we're basically going to be talking about the rest of the show. So eat it. Just what eat I it. Just eat it. Eat it. Eat yeah. it. You know, just be happy that I'm not showing you the Final Fantasy VII box art that came out. Oh, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it looked beautiful, by the way. The uh, I'm sorry for my little technical. Nice shot there. for shot there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it it looks it looks gorgeous. That game continues to look beautiful, and I know I think it's it's in our I think it's arguably, you know, number one or number two on my list, and probably the same on on yours for for video games. The only um, thing that would be higher would be Breath of the Wild Breath two, of the Wild. but that has no <laughs> that has no date on it. That has no like time, that doesn't even have a window yeah. on it. So for right now, Seven Remake is number one but the second that they give me any type of date on breath of the wild 2 then it's just gonna shove down there in a second place yeah let's start off talking about a little bit of a little bit of playstation news because we uh got a couple different things in regards to the new playstation we'll knock these out real quick before we go into what's the probably the biggest story uh playstation uh essentially their new power saving mode which you know the standby mode has been great on playstation but this new power power saving mode for uh, playstation is even better which makes me very happy not only because i don't know you don't have to pay as much on your power bill uh but also you know it's a greener which is which is always nice and they said uh this was in an interview uh who was the interview with uh, I mean, they they announced it on a blog post. Yeah, on, this is a blog post on, sorry. on PlayStation blog. That's right. Sorry, you're saying uh, I'm very pleased to announce the uh, next generation of PlayStation console will include the possibility to suspend gameplay with much lower power consumption than PS4. We estimate uh, can be achieved around 0.5 watts. Uh, if just 1 million users enable this feature, it would save the uh, save the equivalent of the average electricity of a thousand U.S. homes. That's pretty amazing. So little tiny bits sit, help so much. It's, it's, yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, I think honestly, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a thing this week. Uh, you probably, um, we're not going to go into any of that, uh, that other news, but there's a mm-hmm. thing going on this week in terms of uh, things about the planet and so on. And so the play, PlayStation decided to put that in there and they're calling it playing for the planet mm-hmm. initiative. Um, I think it's a little, showboaty is not the right word but i think it's a little uh like hey look we're trying um the fact of the matter is is if nobody enabled power saving and they just turned their playstation off that's gonna save like, it's even, even more power but they're like <laughs> hey oh and i know that you play your playstation through your ipad so you're not going to turn off your playstation no. you want those automatic updates mm-hmm. because we are not troglodytes uh because when you're in the grocery store and a new game comes out and you're like oh yeah that came out or you know pre-download the game without you know thinking about it you want that to happen without you being active so then it's just ready for you when you're ready to play that's literally happened i've yeah. literally been in the grocery store like mm-hmm. at kroger and been like yeah. oh yeah that game came out <laughs> boop 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 Oh, download PS4. Yep, yep. Just there. We're waiting for me we when I get home. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's cool that they're it's cool that they're doing this. At the same yeah. time, like I don't know how I don't know how big of a deal it is, but uh, in terms of you know trying to save the planet yeah. and all that stuff, good job trying to 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, either way, whatever, Make an attempt. whatever side of the aisle, whatever you want. I mean, I, I'm not thinking of it as a political thing. I think it's a good yeah. gesture. I think it's sure. great for in regards to hardware and software. That's yeah. great in regards to efficiency. And you don't pay as much in your power bill, which is always nice. Yeah, um, I, I will say if it reduces wear and tear, I'm down on that. Yeah. Like if it, if it, because I do notice like leaving my PlayStation on all the time, like mm-hmm. even my pro, it doesn't chug or anything, but it definitely isn't as snappy. Uh, as it was as the day I bought it. Um, And I I would attribute to some of that to the, like, always-on feature, Mm -hmm. because I literally do never, like, shut it all the way down unless, like, it freezes or something. Same same with my uh, my PC, um, which I'm getting... uh, I'm going to be changing that because now that my NAS storage is uh, is going to be uh, hooked up, I'll be able to do my Plex off of NAS, so Mm -hmm. I'll be able to shut this thing down when I'm not using it, which I'll be happy about, because it's... Decent power consumption, I think. Yeah. Um, in regards, uh, speaking of uh, of PlayStation, because we're just talking about PlayStation, uh, we did get a rumor. I want to preface it by saying a rumor. A rumor that there is going to be a PlayStation 5 Pro that's going to launch along with the PlayStation 5. Um, this is similar to what Xbox was originally planning on doing, and then they ha- they've basically scrapped. Um, I don't know how much you followed of that. Uh, but the next Xbox was originally going to be, there's essentially going to be multiple tiers and they've decided to, to, to not have the lesser tier. They're still going to have like a discless thing going on, mm-hmm. but they were going to be three. Now there's going to be two Xbox. So people who were saying, oh, they're not going to come out with two PlayStations. Xbox is already coming out with two. Yeah. Or, so. Yeah. Because so Xbox has Scarlet and Anaconda. Anaconda. Did they? I thought they. I know that they've skipped one. It may have been another iteration, though. It could have been. Um, I. I think this is fine. Um, the only problem that I have with it is that the difference on like the the even in this gen, if you think about the comparison. So we had the Xbox One and we had the PlayStation Four, and then we had the Xbox One S, which is a dope piece of hardware, mm-hmm. great piece of hardware. Introducing like the the 4K. Same thing with PS4 Pro. Like, what are the what's really the difference going to be? You can't you can't give me a different processor. You could give me a bigger hard drive. Like, what are you gonna? What kind of future proofing like am I doing by spending more? Even though we know I'm gonna spend more because I'm gonna buy the better PlayStation. But like, what hardware differences can you do feasibly? is is the weird thing behind releasing something like this outside i and i understand that xbox was already going to do it but if they're doing a discless and then a hardcore disc version like that that's a total difference is playstation something similar is it going to be digital only i would like i'd like to see that i'd like the option i'd like that cheaper option just taking out the disc drive saves quite a bit of money uh as we've seen when it comes to like the switch Lite. Uh, taking out the the dock, not just the dock, but taking out some of the detachable gyro stuff, uh, saved a lot of money. So it allows them to trim that thing down even. Hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. So you could trim off a hundred, hundred fifty dollars on some of the new PlayStation and Xbox to go discless. I think it's a good idea to do that. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people who will go all digital. I'm not at that point, but at the same time. I may get a second one if it's like, oh, you know, it's on sale for Black Friday for you know half off or whatever it is i may go grab one to have a second one i mean why not i'm really close like so switch is all pretty much all digital the only thing physical that i want to buy 
in the near future at all is if I can get my hands on whatever special edition Breath of the Wild 2 comes out as. But like, yeah. even with Link's Awakening, since they didn't offer us that steelbook in the States, mm-hmm. uh, got that digitally. Um, PlayStation, the only things not digital that I'm buying now are the exclusives. And even Days Gone, I bought that digital. Yeah, I'm right on the cusp of just saying, screw it. <laughs> yeah, we're almost there. We're almost at that point. I'm still, I'm still a little old school. I like having not all physical copies. I'm not like Chris, uh, who buys everything physical. But there's a it's lot. It's a of beautiful like, shelf, like though. It is beautiful. It's amazing. It's amazing stuff. Um, so moving on, uh, we did have the PlayStation uh, State of Play, which I thought I had that queued up here, but I don't. Um, PlayStation State of Play was today. Uh, so the biggest story of that, which we'll just go ahead and talk about, is The Last of Us 2. We got a release date. We got an amazing trailer, some beautiful story. Um, I don't, juicy. Very juicy. Uh, starting off with them talking about that kiss, the kiss that we saw in the previous trailer. Um, I guess the trailer for whatever, the last E3. Um, I, would, I will say that I was, I'm worried this trailer is given away too much. Uh, I hope that what we're seeing, because it, it's basically alluding to an event. I guess we're t- we're talking about this. We're gonna we're not spoiling the game, but if you watch the trailer, we're gonna spo- spoil what's in the trailer. Not speculating, but it's alluded. I'm gonna speculate to, a little. Okay, well, it's alluded to. Uh, I, what was her name? It starts with a D. I don't remember uh, her girlfriend. I'm gonna call her Dana. Her girlfriend, whatever. Sure. Uh, yeah, Dana Scully. Uh, so Dana uh, gets either lost or dies or something because she's calling out for her there. And uh, I, we don't know exactly what happens, but then she basically she's back home, back at the uh, home base. And sorry, this is right about where I'm kind of leading up to. And basically saying, uh, I got to finish this. I got to, you know, and it's essentially a revenge kind of story. So this is very different than the first than the first game, because you have a very aggressive uh, story as opposed to more defensive. Just stay alive. So it's, it's very interesting to me. Yeah, I think that, again, I'm going to analyze a little bit just because this trailer showed, I don't think it showed too much, but I think it showed a, like how different the game can be. Yes. So this game has been revealed to be two discs, and that's two yeah. Blu-ray discs, man. man. So who knows how much of that is cinematics, but that tells me that we got a fat game a brewing like normal like uh, the last of us was somewhere around like 10 to 15 hours mm-hmm. um with two discs like a more like unless literally it's all cinematics like i expect it to be a longer game um so like there's the beginning and they have that like town looking mm-hmm. thing uh where it has a wall there's a gate that it seems like they, they have like jobs and there's patrols. Um, mm-hmm. So I see like it being like a time skip situation where the first half of the game kind of is in that town. Um, oh, it's a good shot. And yeah, then just made me cry. <laughs> Honestly, I got emotional. I got emotional right there. Um, yeah. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. You're talking about the different, different. Parts yeah. Of town and-, and so I think that, um, I think that that's where it's going to be a different game. I don't know if it's going to be like open worldy because I don't feel like that. Like I don't feel like they would go that far, but I feel like there might be some open world elements yes, in this first a, part of the game. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was going to say. I don't think that they they want to go full open world. Um, it takes away what we love about The Last of Us, which is the the storytelling. Uh, the more you go into open world, the more freedom that you give, the less control you can have over the narrative. Um, it's it's 
I'm sorry, but that's just how it comes from a writing perspective, from a gameplay, from a uh, narrative perspective. Um, so I hope that they rein that in to an extent. They allow a little bit open world, maybe, um, maybe some open world in regards to maybe some side quests kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen with it. But it, it looks gorgeous, and I do like that they made her look more like uh, like Ashley Johnson as opposed to uh, Ellen Page. Yeah. Because um, in the first one, she's yeah. So the real interesting part is like the end reveal. There we get Joel, mm-hmm. and if you're like if you like if you look at the scene enough times, like I did, you wonder if they cut two different scenes together. There, mm-hmm. it's really like if you look, you know, if you're bored uh, and you want to <laughs> go watch it and look how there's one background behind her and it's mm-hmm. kind of like different behind him. So like, are they doing some kind of weird? Um, twist there's the trailers yeah, yeah so like don't anybody who's seen this don't assume right away that like you know he's for sure there or like you know i i just i feel like there's like a little bait and switch um going on yeah. with that uh but if just in case you somehow have lived under a rock and have never played the last of us uh you also get that in october yes yeah i'm very happy the the PlayStation lineup also having uh, the MLB, uh, the show, whatever the show. the show. I'll probably try it. Um, I mean, you're gonna at least add it to your card and add I'm it to your account. I'm definitely gonna have it in my account. I'll probably try it out. Um, yeah, but having having The Last of Us uh, on there, I, I thought I'd queued up the uh, the trailer for it, but that's fine. That's uh, having okay. having The Last of Us, I already had it, but this now I have it digitally, which is wonderful. Yeah. That's um, the that's the real addition. I thought it was really like I thought it was almost comical that they showed the show, but then they didn't show the Last of Us trailer, and that's because they were about to show the Last yeah. of Us true trailer, so they don't want you being like, "Hey, look how!" I mean, the Last of Us still looks gorgeous. It does. Um, it looks great, and the remastered version looks great. But you can't go from like that to what those visuals that you saw in the Last of Us two because they look good. Yes, the last. Well, the last. We're getting to the point where where games. I mean. I won't go on a tangent about it, but like the Frozen 2 uh, trailer just came out uh, today, uh, yesterday. Boring! New Frozen 2 trailer. But like the anime, like, yeah, that's animated, whatever, but like the graphics look better. Not stylistic, I'm not even talking about stylistically. The Last of Us 2 looks better than any animated films that are coming out at all. Like, just period. Like, it doesn't matter, like, Disney or whoever. Um,. It's to the point that if if you, you know, as they've speculated for a long time, as technology gets better, could you replace actors in, ga- in movies? I don't think you'd be able to replace actors. I don't think you want to. But I think doing a motion capture like this, like if you did a Final Fantasy movie, like with, with that was animated but with a- motion captured like actors like this, I mean, come on. It'd be Sorry, amazing. I just got an image of Spirits Within Remake. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm just yeah. I'm like imagine, doing like a remake of Spirits Within. <laughs> yeah, but imagine it being good. Like really, really good. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, no. Uh, I guess it could be. I'm, I'm saying like... <laughs> I mean, Advent Children's not bad. It's kind of convoluted. Yeah. But. I'm just thinking about like the amount of uh, the amount of storytelling, and it also, you if you have decent graphics and you can do you know more epic battles and things that would cost ridiculous amounts of money to do with uh, real sets. As much as I love practical effects, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it opens the world. It opens up a, a world of possibilities. 
Well, I mean, and you've already seen a lot of that stuff. They've they've already are now starting to show in movies that age doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, you can make any old guy or gal look mm -hmm. considerably lo younger. I mean, you have that Will Smith movie coming out that oh, looks yeah. terrible, Gemini. looks Gemini, awful, but it's Will Smith fighting Will Smith, and you can see what they've done mm -hmm. in terms of putting that uh, that whatever digital young Will face that they have on there. Yeah. Um, it's good. That just came out. I just realized that just came out. That's, I didn't realize uh, it was already out. Yeah, it just came out. Uh, it's Ang Lee, who usually he doesn't do bad movies. Um, I'll watch it. I'm what? probably not going to see it in the theater, but I'll watch it. I mean, it looks like some great action. And yeah, seeing Will Smith fight Will Smith. Yeah, that's going to be pretty good. What's it called? A Gemini Man. Gemini Man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Does not have a tomato meter yet. It doesn't. No, that doesn't come out till October. Okay, I was about to. I was about I to say. Was, I, I was about to say. I'll place a bet with you on out. the tomato oh, meter you know of this of this movie. I'm sorry. Sorry. I I was like scrolling through like some some stuff and it was showing show times and okay. I didn't realize the date. Sorry. I thought they were uh, going to show. Uh, they were talking about like movies that were coming out this week or coming out later. So I'm gonna say I'm sixty eight. Sixty. Okay. You know, I'm not <sighs> still technically fresh. I can't argue that though. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, if I go up or down, it would just be to bet. Yeah. Like, just for the money. So I'm gonna say, even though I'm, I, I want to see it, I'm gonna say 66. Oh, okay. 66, <laughs> because I think that there's a lot of uh, reviewers that'll be like, "Eh, this this isn't that great," but people will like it. I mean, what's what's the Expendables at in uh, Rotten Tomatoes? I mean, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a point to check. Uh, I'm gonna make a note to check on October 11th what Gemini Man is scored at. You should. So Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So again, Expendables tomato meter is 42. percent I'm saying it's gonna be better than the Expendables. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably yeah. enjoy the Expendables more. To be honest with you. <laughs> well, yeah. It's just the throwback of having all those you know great uh, great action heroes in together. Yeah. I mean, made enough money to make three of them. So. That's true. That's true. That's so true. Um, okay. So we, we also have the state of play, by the way, um, which, the, the, I mean, The Last of Us was the last thing from there. But uh, running through what we did do with uh, what they did show with state of play, we got humanity, uh, which I don't understand what nope. they're what you're trying to do with it. I don't nope. know if it's I, I feel like it might be some type of puzzle game um, that uses massive amounts of people as fodder. Because that's what this looks like. It looks yeah, I mean, like you just throw them in. At one point, like they're like they're running around and they're like doing kind of different patterns and everything, and then they start shooting at each other and throwing things at each other, and so like and those becomes, are totally like, lightsabers, dude. Those are totally lightsabers. There becomes some kind of weird combat thing going on. There's this thing where they're just throwing them over the gate to just get shot at. So I'm like. And then it just, this was the this was the first thing that they showed mm -hmm. and didn't go into anything further. There's no talking during this. There's no like this doesn't feel like gameplay. They just said humanity 2020. No idea what this game is. Made zero sense. And this mm -hmm. was like this was telling of how the minus the last of us two trailer, which is what everybody showed up for. This was kind of telling of like this state of play <laughs> yeah it was it was kind of weak sauce uh, we also got uh, call of duty modern warfare which i would say was the other the other um 
I wouldn't even say like high point. If if it was a high point, it was interesting. It wasn't a it wasn't a low point. It wasn't I'll a low that. point. <laughs> there were there were some low points. This was not a low point. It was interesting. I mean, we got we got some stuff on the story. I'm not even going to be able to regurgitate it. No, it, it is a little bit um, you know quasi cliche for these, but it was enough to be like, oh, there's some you know some stuff going on, and here's if the there's story. a campaign, I will play it. I I assume. I mean, why would you do? Why would you add this much stuff and not have a campaign? I don't know. Why is Call of Duty Call of Duty? Uh, That's a good point. But I play. I play pretty much every single Call of Duty campaign that has one. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I enjoy them. There, you can't like as much hate as Call of Duty um, sometimes deserves. It still has some of the best gun gameplay in in gaming. Yeah. There's a reason it's so successful. So the the campaigns are always fun. They're always like five to ten hours. So yeah. I was down. And plus, again, like if you look at the graphics on this, like. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That was definitely in engine. Yeah, it looked awesome. Yeah, I, and that's that's PlayStation Four. Yeah. I mean, it PlayStation Five is going to be insane. Um, and the fact that we're getting—I know PlayStation's not not as much on it—but the fact that the gaming is moving not only towards great graphics but also being cloud-based is just a beautiful thing. Where we're we're kind of unshackling what we thought of as gaming. We're still getting legitimate games, but we're being able to play it in different ways and being able to play with more freedom, which is just amazing. So I can't wait. At some point we need to start adding like sound, like a get like a sound bar so that way whenever we're talking about freedom then we can play like <laughs> Mel Gibson saying freedom. I honestly thought about doing that cuz uh one of the one of the podcasts I listen to is Your Mama's House. Yeah. They do that on there and a couple other other ones, but um, let us know they, if you'd like to goof it up a little bit and add because I definitely every once in a while there's just a drop where I'm just like I just want to hit a button <laughs> that produces the sound that went perfectly with that moment. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, I think I think that'd be fun. Uh, I may I may queue up some soundboards uh, to do that, um, and if you can pipe through into Google Hangouts, if you can pipe yours the in there, part. Yeah. if you, then um, yeah, if that's possible, that'd be really cool. But. Anyways, we'll we'll work on that. We'll get a, even more weird stuff for you. Uh, we got a new game from the creator of Katamari Damase, uh, Damasi, whatever. Um, and it's interesting, and I don't know what's going on here, but it's it's trippy. You said what did you say? Trippy, cute. Uh, I said goofy, chill, and trippy. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, it's, it's his games have been very inventive, so yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to yeah. say that. Like, it, it's so weird looking. I don't know what you're doing. Like, is it like mild platforming? Is it just like, uh, it seems like there's like a co op aspect to it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it at all, but that, but unlike humanity, because of the art style and everything, I'm a lot more intrigued. Mm-hmm. To, like what you're doing like is it a minor puzzle game <laughs> it, it almost seems like there's there's some uh type of quest elements like uh like rpgs where you're you know you're doing like uh like trading quests or uh different things because it seems like you're going to help out people and i don't even know i mean it it looks amazing it looks trippy uh, in any way this is going to be a very unique um situation the fact that you can do co-op is really cool to me Though, yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect that when it flashed on the screen. I was like, "Whoa!" Um, oh, by the way, that comes out in De- uh, Call of Duty comes out in October. This comes out in December. Okay. 
not bad. Not bad. I, just, I made sure to put all the dates down. So. Yeah, we also got uh, Arise, a simple story. This, I was like, yes, it's great. Immediate, immediately, I was like, yes, I will, I will play this. Um, it's. <laughs> you like my <laughs> caption? I like your <laughs> caption. Sorry, I was like laughing, looking, looking like Santa's journey over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely reminds me of uh, of Journey in a very good way. Um, but immediately, I'm like, this is this is interesting. Um, I, I, they didn't show much, but what they showed uh, intrigued me. So I'm. Yeah, it starts off with what I assume is a Viking funeral. Um, so, so. And he's but like it, he wasn't sent off in a boat, but he was he yeah. was burned anyway. So if it's not Viking, it's somebody that has like a similar thing, and he wakes up in this other world. The only reason I said it, it looks like Santa's journey. It just so it definitely total journey vibes. Like this right oh, here, yeah. this is a journey vibe so bad. But uh, and then this guy, for those of you who aren't watching, like mm -hmm. he just has this giant white Santa yeah. beard, and he's a big plumply fellow. Um, I mean, I'm buying it. It's I, it's, yeah. it's for sure. But uh, I like it. The platforming looks great. Mm -hmm. has, it looks like it has some like minor uh, puzzle solving. Again, even in this art style, like it looks so good. I think I think that choosing this art style, similar to what what happened with uh, with Breath of the Wild, you choose this art style um, partially for tone and partially because you can show you you, you don't have to have as powerful of an engine in regards to developing or playing it, uh, it really helps out in regards to the uh, in regards to development cycle. <laughs> so even more on the Santa Claus thing before yeah. we move on. So that part where the there's all the black shapes that look like him with the glowing eyes, yeah. it made me think of Santa Claus the Claus the movie, where like one Santa dies and the next person becomes Santa. Oh, okay. That, that, that Tim Allen movie, yeah, the, the Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah. And so it may, I saw that and I was like, oh, it's the Santa graveyard. It's all the past Santas. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to help you. They're going to combine like Avatar <laughs> and you're going to have the combined powers. Oh, man. Um, Coming soon, by the way. I no almost, I mean, judging by the journey feel and everything, I almost felt like... Uh, and and it looks like that was a funeral, and this is another world. I almost feel like this is going to have some type of uh, deeper meaning in regards to where you're where you're going through, maybe the different uh, phases of grief or or something to that effect. Sure. Um, I don't know. Either way, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm also really intrigued about the LA Noir uh, VR. So I really not. I okay. I love LA Noir. Okay. Um, you don't hear that very often. I know, but. Playing it in VR, I don't know if it'll be that much. Uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be different in some cases, but I loved LA Noir. I mean, I love. I'm a I'm a sucker for the um, you know for this time period stuff. But I love whodunits and this game. Basically, you know, getting to interrogate people, find clues, and and try to figure out like you know who who the killer was, or you know, it's. I really enjoyed it, so I'll actually probably end up picking this up. I probably won't be picking up the other PSVR stuff that they uh, they flew through here. Yeah, there was a montage. It was like this is the part where I couldn't, I wouldn't have known what I was looking at if unless they'd told me. Yeah, I mean there was one that I was like, this is kind of interesting, but I mean, I I you couldn't pay me to play that game. The brawler. Um, yeah, I'm just like I. It it looks it looks like 
just crazy repetitive. This one looks like it could be interesting. Um, at first, I was like, I don't know about it. And then you have the climbing and then this kind of gunplay, slow-mo gunplay. That could be interesting. Stardust Odyssey could be interesting too, but I don't know how much depth there really is going to be in that. Uh, a lot of VR games tend to not have a lot of depth or replayability, which is why you tend to not mess with them. Yeah, um, it, it came down like there. I, I meant to get a PSVR so many times, and then there was just never really that game that was like you need to play. It. The closest I got was that uh, the one with the mouse. Mm -hmm. um, that's on PlayStation. Which name I can't think of right now. Yeah, dang it. It can't. It was on a bunch of uh, game of the War, game awards stuff last year. But uh, that's as close as I've ever gotten to being like, hey, I need to play. I need a PSVR for that, but. I still haven't managed to do it. Um, but flight sims are always fun. So you know, that space one, that, that would probably be the one I would play mm -hmm. out of that list. So there's an Arkham VR that's really good. It's not on the list, but I'm just saying, like, that was yeah. one of my favorite ones. Um, uh, but we also got Medieval. Sorry, uh, I've been calling it Medieval my entire life. Yeah. And they, they're pronouncing it uh, Medieval. Medieval. And I was like, oh, okay. I get it. Like, I just thought I'd just pronounce it like medieval. But anyways, demos... I don't know anybody today. who calls it anything other than medieval. I know. That's how everyone that I've ever talked to on the planet. And then they started announcing it. They're like, medieval. And I thought it was like some type of midi game. I'm like, oh, yeah. no, it's it's medieval. Uh, so getting a, a, the short-lived demo is available yeah. today. Uh, comes out in October. The full game comes out in October. Um, I liked this game back in the day. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hopeful that it that uh, this remaster remake whatever is aged well and is uh, is going to be able to i mean i should probably basically just play the demo and I figure think it, that out yeah i think it's a new game um but honestly the game the, the gameplay looked decent in there and also the demo's free and if you play the demo you get an item that you yeah, can use in get his game or something uh, i think it was a helmet or something you get you get you get that from the demo and it carries over to the game if you buy it it's a Halloween type game. Like if you're not playing some Luigi's Mansion, uh, you could play some some Medi Evil or Midi Midi Evil yeah. Medi Medi Midi. It's, it it's medieval, medieval. Uh, yeah. but yeah, the gameplay looks fun. Um, it really depends on how much it costs. If that's like a if it's like a twenty dollar game, sure. Yeah. If it's it like is... a forty dollar game, no. Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's not forty. Uh, it is a it is a uh, full scale remake. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that they've that they've played with that a little bit and sure. you know brought it up quality of life similar to uh, Link's Awakening that we were discussing. Sorry, I had that right over here, so I thought I was gesturing to it, and then I realized I, I moved it. Um, <laughs> but hopefully, it has quality of life improvements like Link's Awakening has because this game is so so adorable. And I had to pick it up. I know I told you already, but oh, so yeah. adorable. He's so adorable. Um, yeah, it looks like the old um, uh, Bank and Rass. Uh, Bank and Rass? The stop motion Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Like, it reminds me of that. Oh, like the claymation? Yeah. yeah. That's what the animation kind of reminds me of that. Anyways, back on track. We got Civ, Civ 6. Um, uh, I was which, actually really surprised. I thought this was already on PS4. <laughs> I thought it was too. Um, Maybe it was Civ 5 that's on PS4. Probably, I'm not really sure. But I. I have not played a civilization game in forever, and this kind of made me want to play. Um, the trail—it was a great trailer. It's a great trailer. Yeah, this is what a trailer should they do. They had like some it comedic elements to it. 
the, the the lady that like talks to you and she's like no uh, you are wasting art whatever it was it was just funny like I didn't realize that they had added some comedy into Civilization yeah. before. Oh, I no, the, la- I no the last idea. time I played was like Civ 3. Yeah, I think it was Civ 3 was the last one that I played. I mean, I played, um, what is this, like Civ 1 and computer. Uh, actually, I think it was drafting. My drafting class had it on uh, on the computer, and I played it there. And I mean, it's it's a good series uh, that I've not played because it's it's such, you know, it's a, it's a simulation, a civil- Civilization simulation. Um, That's a strategy game. Yeah, but that was why I always sucked at it. Though I played it as a kid, and I didn't understand strategy games. I still really don't. Like anytime I've ever played Warcraft three or Starcraft, um, I'm awful. Really, I'm absolutely. Awful. I like playing it. It's fun to like build the build your town out and mm-hmm. like fight the computer. But yeah. the second that I play an actual person, <laughs> I just get wrecked. Yeah, well, it gets it, yeah, it gets to the point uh, similar like to to playing like games like Magic the Gathering and stuff where it's not just like oh this is this is a play I can make. It's like what's the most efficient thing you can do right now. Even if it's not, if it doesn't seem like it should be the the thing that you should do, um, I've watched people like do playthroughs of like uh, StarCraft and StarCraft Two, and like talk about like why they're making decisions, and I'm like not realizing how much math they've done beforehand to realize like oh no this this seems like ridiculous now, but in the long run it's going to help. And, um, if you ever, I mean, if, if you ever have like an hour to kill, you can see the the dude who who speed runs Warcraft Three. Mm-hmm during gdq it's ridiculous yeah it's absolutely ridiculous i i i i know that people like speedrunning games i know it's a thing um you know sure it's it's you know it's brag bragging rights or whatever but there's so you many know, games that i'm like why like why would you speedrun that that game do is you amazing. not watch gdq no i do i'm just saying oh, like okay. i'm just saying like i don't <laughs> Like I'm just saying, like I would not want to do speed runs of games. Like oh, even no. games that I would say, like, oh, I'm going to do this the really quick way and get through this area. I'm still enjoying a lot of it. Um, well, they just enjoy it differently. I mean, yeah. that's the that's the thing a lot of people don't understand about speed runs is that it's that first of all, most of them have played the game through in some way or another where they know how the game works. Some people admit that they've never played the game casually, um, but. It's it's just a different skill set. It's like yeah. breaking breaking the game. That's why I like watching. It. I can't do it sure. because I don't have the time to put into like mastering those kind of skills. I do like uh, Link to the Past Randomizer. That's a lot of fun. I beat that yeah. in four hours, and I was pretty proud of myself. That's pretty cool. Um, what's also pretty cool is Death Stranding. Um, sure. I know I I'm excited about this. Uh, I'll say they they showed a little bit. Uh, of trailer, I am not gonna sit here and say that I could recognize something that was new that wasn't shown before. I think this part was new, but I honestly don't know because so much of this has tripped me out. Sorry, that part's new because I meant I meant when he was like hitting the ground and stuff. <laughs> this that is PlayStation the most... Four controller that he zaps yeah. into the game. That's this, new. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, but this right here. Why? Okay, okay. I'm saying this is someone who wants to play Death Stranding, who loves Kojima stuff. Are there? I, I I don't know how big of a demand there's going to be for this. I mean, other than it being a PS4 bundle, PS4 Pro bundle, like, are people clamoring for this? And this is this isn't necessarily like the swan song of this console. PS5 well, is coming out two and Final yeah, Fantasy VII remake. Exactly. And um, that being said, like, we're going into the next console generation. I know that they're still going to make money off of it, but 
as a, from the consumer standpoint, from their standpoint, I get it. They're going to make money. From a consumer standpoint, I look at that and went, why? Like Final Fantasy VII. Okay, I get that. That is huge. You you slap some Zelda. If they had a Switch, new Switch that came out, you and I have talked about this before. If they had a new Switch that came out that was a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 branded Switch, Done. we both would trade our Switches in for it or buy another. But this, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah, uh, like it's it, so they but they do this like they had the Spider Man one um, from last year they had the Black Friday Spider Man well, one yeah but they're they Spider Man the, fans come on yeah and there's the Star Wars one where that was an awful awful game I mean actually I've heard it's gotten a lot better um, I heard they fix all the bad things about it and that it's actually fun to play now yeah uh, but yeah but then again that's still a Star Wars branded PlayStation like even if you don't like Battlefront at all it's like I got a Star Wars PlayStation I got a Spider-Man exactly. PlayStation exactly. There's, no, there's nothing about those handprints that really is intriguing me like I, I'm surprised that they did something like that I can't remember did they do a God of War PlayStation Are you, we, mm, I don't think so because I, I would have wanted a God I would like imagine like a cool ice blue ps4 controller for god of war that would have been dope um but no like if anything they should make that controller available because it, it, anything cool like that where it's like a clear like plastic i love that stuff like that that age of those n64s where they had the 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 clear mm-hmm. n64s with, the, with those controllers those are yeah. awesome they had uh a, oh. they did have one so controller mistake though they should have made a blue yeah yeah but i mean it exists so we know it exists um okay. but at the same time like like i said there's i don't see the built-in game like they do a gears of war uh you know xbox i get it people are gears of war fans. that carries the system that's a system yeah. seller well even if they did like if they i know it's not specifically tied to a system but if they did a borderlands fill in your blank you know xbox or whatever it is yeah i get it I get it. New Borderlands 3, Special Edition, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. There's fan bases. I don't understand having the Death Stranding PS4 Pro bundle. There's probably people out there who are who are uh, ragging Just on me. Collectors, right now, yeah. Sure, collectors. It, like, but I don't see from uh, uh, from a consumer standpoint. I don't see the built-in fan base other than Kojima, like uh, fans. Which, if you're gonna do that, have like Kojima's signature on it, like in red or something. Yeah. Like, because otherwise, otherwise, why buy the game? I mean, that being said, I'm ex- I'm excited to play the game. I'm intrigued by the game. I'm hopeful it's good, but I wouldn't buy this. Yeah, the only thing that I, the, every time I see half like half of these, like some of them are really cool. The Spider-Man one was great. Yeah, that's probably one of the best looking PlayStation fours. Is the Spider-Man one? Um, it's those situations where like if your PS4 is dying, like you know, pick up one of these cool uh, special edition ones because why not? You you need a new one anyway. Um, I just do, the handprint thing. Like, there's nothing. That really grabs me. About, yeah. ha, grabs handprints. Um, you know what grabs it. me? You know what grabs me is after party. This game looks crazy. Yeah. So I've uh, I've been intrigued by this game since it since it first came out. Or sorry, first was announced and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm double checking who made this game. I think uh, it's by the people who did Oxen Free. What is it? Did they do Oxen Free? Oxen Free. Yeah. That's it's those that's people. That's what I was thinking because I loved that game. Like. I, 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 that is one of the rare times that I finished a game and immediately was like, I want to play this again. 
I want to see what other things could have. It's got to be Oxenfree because that the the text box is there. Yeah, it's nice cool studio. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna instantly instant buy this game. Um, this is you know essentially you're trying to outdrink, outsmart the devil. There's apparently some loophole involved, which they didn't really explore too much, but um, of course there is. The there's devil. some loophole to get yeah of course yeah so there there's some loophole that you may end up being back so it's two best friends who end up apparently dying like right before they're supposed to graduate um yeah i i love it i love it i love the art style i love the uh, the branching stories from oxen free was amazing the storytelling that was involved the non-linear storytelling and also the game being able to keep up with with my branching choices was was a beautiful thing you played that one too right Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love that game. Obviously, I'm not a huge fan of the premise. Yeah, you know, sure. just because I don't like you know, anything that messes with the devil and stuff. Believe it or not, I believe it's just I don't like messing with, like, no, we'll call it Juju. I just sure. don't like messing with that Juju. I'm still going to play this game because they've made it look fun enough and good enough to play. Yeah. Um, We'll see how much that subject matter ends up bothering me. It might be so funny because um, it looks like a it looks like a very comedic game. It might be so funny that I just don't care. Yeah. Uh, but generally not my thing. But I love that dev. I loved Oxenfree. Oxenfree is excellent. You can get it for so cheap on like anything, people. So if you haven't played that, I it definitely was like recommend eight it. hours. I think I think I beat it yeah. in about eight hours or something. Um, but. It can, you can replay it. There's multiple, you know, different branching paths. Different endings. Engines. Yeah. Um, I think that this game, in a way, I mean, obviously it's it's different enough, but the idea of uh, showing an underworld, showing hell, showing whatever, but having a lightheartedness to it, um, it's not the same thing, but reminded me of when I played Grim Fandango for the first time. Sure. And you're taking, you're taking something that is a deep, uh, you know, a, a spiritual sad whatever you want to call it kind of a situation that would be impactful and, and negative and you're you're lightening it up without you're kind of taking away some of the some of that uh the edge but still able to deal with some of the emotion involved so i think that's kind of cool yeah um so putting like just a cap in this mm -hmm. that was the state of play like so we we started with the last of us last of us was the last thing they showed yeah. after they showed the ps plus lineup this is not a good state of play it's mm -hmm. like if you're going like i get it i know what you're doing sony you're saying hey here's the last of us part two that's naughty dog called us up they said, hey, Sony, <laughs> we're going to release this game in February. How's that sound? And we're going to announce it on the 24th. And Sony's like, hey, Naughty Dog, hold on. We got just, you know, like, let us let us put together a little something. You know, we know you guys are going to have your event at the same exact time. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you just give us the trailer? Mm -hmm. We're just going to take that trailer. <laughs> we're going to put that online and we're going to put a bunch of crap. Yeah. Like not all crap. I'm not trying to diss some of these games. I'm actually yeah. interested in three or four of them. But well, what? I don't like our, I don't our get premieres. It. Yeah, our world premieres or pre premieres whatever you want to call it were Humanity, uh Watam, the one that we mentioned was San the Santa game and then uh Arise, sorry, Arise the Simple Stories the Santa game. Um those were your your like premiere trailers everything else other than last of us was either something we've seen before or it's just a little bit more what we've seen before yeah call of duty's arguable i'm sorry but like no la noir i think already exists on five 
I'll ignore our existence what? Vive or or uh, Oculus. I think you can already play. I think you can already play LA Noir VR on computer on PC. I mean, I bought the game for my Switch. Okay, I have it on PS4. I got it on Switch because I wanted to play it on the go. It's it's hokey, but I love it. Um, But still, like putting this in, like there's nothing wrong with adding some of these in there. But we keep talking. This is now their third state of play. Um, It wasn't terrible. It's just it wasn't good. Like it, it. it lacked i don't think that they quite get the nintendo concept yet you can throw in those games that nobody cares about but you can't just have one game that people care about last of us is why everybody was there it's completely obvious because naughty dog announced their tweet first with jeff Keeley putting that out there that they were going to have their event we knew that at some point there was going to be a, a, a last of us trailer so sony threw this together you needed to have uh you didn't necessarily need to have like um what's the game we're waiting on from sucker punch ghost of tsushima or no yeah ghost tsushima yeah you didn't need to necessarily have ghost tsushima but you need to have something else like nice you need to have something big you could have even like thrown in some final fantasy 7 you can't this is this is like 10 whatever titles and then one awesome title and then call of duty again there's nothing wrong with the call of duty update but like you, it's just a bunch of mediocre and last of us. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel too. Even though I did find a game that I'm gonna buy that I didn't yeah. know about before. So yeah, I'm gonna buy a Rise. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Anyways, let us know in the comments what you thought about the PlayStation State of Play. Are you a fa- fan? Bleh. Are you a PlayStation fanboy, fangirl, fan person, or do you want to hear us shut up and talk more about Xbox and PC gaming master race for the win? Let us know in the comments. We'll it's not gonna you. happen, but you can let us know. <laughs> True. Bye.